We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Blue Wire. What is up, Nets fans? Welcome to the Brooklyn Buzz. I'm your host, Nick Faye. With me, as always, Jack Manuel. Jack, what's up? Christmas content. Yes. Holiday edition of the Buzz. As always, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, otgbasketball.com, netsrepublic.com, and Blue Wire Pods. But, Jack, get us started in some holiday fun. Nick, we're going to go through the roster, the Brooklyn Nets roster for 2019-20, and we're going to gift them something that if we had the capacity to do so, that we hope would either improve their season or improve their lives overall. We're going to start with the superstar, the hopeful all-star, Spencer Dinwiddie. What are you gifting my guy, Spence? So I'm gifting Spencer Dinwiddie an elite three-point shot, not only on catch and shoots, but on pull-ups too. Because just imagine Spencer being able to shoot a high clip on pull-up threes with his driving ability. He'd essentially be unstoppable in the pick and roll without double teams. Oh my God, he would be insane. And I put out, and just to get promote some more thirsty content on the Brooklyn Buzz, the photo of Spencer Dinwiddie, Swole Dinwiddie, uh, dear Lord, uh, I had some dreams about that photo. He is a, a large and jacked man. So he certainly doesn't need to head to the gym. I don't need to get him any barbells for Christmas. What I'm going to gift him, I'm going to gift him two things because I'm feeling generous at this time of year. I'm going to gift him some calls from the referees and I'm going to gift him an all-star berth because that is something he deserves and it's not even a, a gift that he needs, but he deserves it. And it's a gift he may get. You know, the calls, I'm not sure we can do anything about that because there seems to be some hate on that end. But the all-star thing keeps increasing, especially when you're having 39-point games. Absolutely. He has been an absolutely outstanding. The the basketball that he is playing, who would have thought that this is a G League throwaway? The Bulls, the Pistons could both use this guy in spades. Spencer Dinwiddie, cryptocurrency king, is absolutely dominating. Merry Christmas, Mr. Spencer Dinwiddie. 100%. And it's funny because the Pistons and Bulls both need a point guard, and they have for a while. They had him. They lost him. Their loss is our gain. Nick, we're going to get to the man that I love and the OnlyFans man himself, Joe Harris. 
the gift-giving Joe Harrison. And make sure you listen to the outlet because I give uh, my boy a shout-out, as uh, and Nick does to Kevin Durant as well. But what are you gifting Joey Buckets, Joey Jesus, Joey the best person on the earth? Am I allowed to gift him anything, Jack? I don't want you to get jealous, you know. I mean, <laughs> as long as you can written that it's from me and you, then that's okay. <laughs> it's from the Brooklyn Buzz. I'm yeah. going with defensive skill, you know, maybe more so leaning towards athleticism, especially lateral quickness, because we already know what Joe can provide offensively with that three-point shot and the driving ability. And we've mentioned, you know, he's a solid passer. I think if he was able to play defense at an elite level, you know, there'd be no reason for Joe Harris not to be on the court ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. He would be nigh on the perfect player i mean he's in terms of the the effort that he does give in terms of the lack of athleticism you know you would certainly love that effort from a lot of guys who possess the athletic gifts that joe harris doesn't necessarily have i'm going to give joe harris lmfao's favorite song shot 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 shots he deserves <laughs> uh, I, can't, I can't believe i just quoted lmfao on a Brooklyn bus podcast but the reason why I spoke about it on the last show, anytime Joe gets more than 10 shots and hits has more than 11 points, the Nets win games. When Joe gets the ball in his hands, he does good things. He's a fundamentally sound player. He's an incredible three-point shooter. He's an incredible driver on the straight line. He knows how to pass as well. So for me, give him, give him those shots. Joey deserves them, and good things will happen to the Brooklyn Nets as well. Yeah, Kenny, call some more plays, hit him with some more passes, whatever needs to happen, more shots for Joe. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm assuring that uh, he will be playing that uh, in his podcast headphones, that Spotify, he's, he's, he's subscribed and, and following LMFAO. I can't remember the last time I heard LMFAO, but uh, shout-outs to those guys. Yeah, maybe. I'm not even sure last time they dropped the song, but... <laughs> Yeah, let's. Uh, I think it's in the early 2000s. But we'll get on to Torian Prince, Nick. Who? What are you gifting Mr. Prince? I'm gifting Torian Prince an A-plus layup package because we know he can shoot the threes, but when he gets in the paint, he's all over the place. You know, occasionally we'll see a flashy finish, but a lot of times he struggles finishing in there, and that's a fault to his game. Yeah, it certainly is. And I think that he can, if he does get that, it does open things up for his already elite skill in the three-point shot. I'm going to give my guy consistency on both ends of the floor because there's some times where he can be a little bit erratic, where he can make dumb plays and dumb fouls as a defender, but then he can guard Anthony Davis in the post and force turnovers. There's times, like you mentioned, when he can just drive and get shot hungry, but then there's times where he can make awesome kick-out passes and you know, have five, six assists a night. So for me, that consistency on both ends of the floor would make him an absolutely lethal force. 100%. And I was going to go with consistency, but I used it for a couple other guys, so... I mean, we, we have to try and maintain some variance. So we'll get to the next player, the man with the, the gorgeous afro, Mr. Jared Allen. Ooh, this is a tough one. Jared Allen, you could go with a lot of skills, but I went with just Jared Allen. You know, I don't want to go with size because I feel like he is growing and he'll eventually get there himself. So I went with comfort handling the ball. You know, whatever it may be, you see Jared Allen a lot of times, especially when he gets a rebound, not sure what to do with it. I just want him to get more comfortable with the ball in his hands, especially in the post, too, because a lot of times he'll have a layup attempt, sometimes even over a smaller guy. He'll just rush it. So, you know, Jared Allen, comfortability with the ball. Other than that, I'm going to get him an afro comb. No, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give him some free throw consistency. And Ooh. it's something that he has had in the past. And of late, I think Nolan Jensen, a friend of the show, put out that he has been quite consistent of late. But I want him to maintain that. I want him to be confident with the ball in his hands when it's clutch moments. He gets fouled. You know, he doesn't shy away from the moment. You know, to have DeAndre Jordan, I think he's at about 65, 66% himself on the year. And I think Jared Allen, to have a guy, you know, who should be 70% plus, 
to have your centers in that range is an incredibly positive thing. So for me, Jared Allen, free throw consistency. Yeah, I like it. I think free throw consistency could almost be used for the entire team with the way guys have shot free throws this season. We've had some good runs of late, though. And yeah. I think Spen- knock Spencer on wood. Good- Yeah, knock on wood, exactly. And, and knock on the tree. Not Why not? Uh, and I think that that's one thing that reflects well. I think Spencer generally sets a tone there. If he's hitting them, I, gen- I think the rest of the team does. But let's get to Mr. President himself, Garrett Temple. Shooting efficiency. Uh, Garrett Temple, some nights will shoot amazing, you know, 60%, hit over 50% of his threes, and some nights he'll shoot under 20% from the field. You know, right now in the season, I believe he's shooting under 40% from the field, and he's shooting close to 33% from three. So shooting efficiency would make Garrett Temple that uh, that perfect, you know, Swiss Army Knife player. He's up and down. Uh, and for me, I, I, I get what you're saying there, Nick. For me, it's stamina, and with that, give him some sensu beans because I think that <laughs> – in terms of he is playing 39, 38 minutes a night, 40 minutes a night in, in some OT games, and it can affect the, the range that you're sort of speaking about in terms of his offensive efficiency. So I think he needs the gift of stamina so he can continue to produce when he is playing those extended minutes. 100%. And obviously, you know, youth would help, fresh legs, especially when you're shooting a lot of threes. Absolutely. DJ, DeAndre Jordan, the man with the best handshakes in the game. All right, he needs consistent tenacity. If he plays hard and engaged all the time, he is a different player. When he plays with lack of engagement or lack of physicality, he is not very good. I am uh, on the same bandwagon, my friend, focus and engagement. When that man is honed in, he can have 20 rebounds. He can affect the game on the defensive end like he did the other night. DeAndre Jordan has all the talent in the world. We just need him to harness it. 100%. And... It seems like he's getting closer to that because he's been more consistent of late, but we'll see what happens. Absolutely. Hopefully he continues to maintain what he produced uh, in previous efforts. Nick, we'll get to some of the other guys, some of maybe the lesser guys on the roster we don't probably see on the court as much. Janan Musa. NBA strength. I think he physically is not strong enough. We see a lot of times he's driving to the rim. He'll get pushed around and he can't even get to the rim or to the backboard. So I think Musa needs an NBA body. He needs that NBA muscle. I had strength as one of my one of mine, but I'm going to go with awareness. Sometimes Ooh. Musa can just take shots that are just like, oh, so Jana Musa thinks he's Stephen Curry right now. That's interesting. So for me, it's an awareness of when to do the right things and, and not to get shot happy and not to think you're better than you actually are. And not saying that he can't get to a level where he can be NBA ready, but right now he needs to realize what he is. And I think he lacks that awareness. Yeah, you need to do the small things before you do those, you know, 28, 30-foot threes. Got to build it up, mate. Got to build it up. Uh, Theo Pinson. I went with something different for Pinson. I went with a little of everything. Not to say that I think, you know, I, you know, I don't think Pinson's an amazing player, but I think he's, you know, slightly below average or below average at a lot of things. So if he was able to improve and become average at a lot of things with some solid defense he already plays, I think he'd be a useful player. Yeah, I think he certainly would as well. I'm, I went with control because there's some times Ooh. where he's forced to do so much and in terms of you know running the second unit and obviously with the injuries we've had to our two other key ball handlers, I think he just lacks that little bit of poise and control that I think could benefit his game in a lot of ways. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Control, I think, would work for Musa as well. Absolutely. I think both of those would certainly apply to those two young players. Rodion Skurutz. Basketball IQ. I think he just needs to have more experience on the court and a better understanding of what he needs to do out there. A lot of the mistakes he makes is just kind of confusion and lack of decision-making. So if he had a higher basketball IQ or just more basketball experience, I think he'd be a lot better player. 
Yeah, it was good to see him get back to some semblance of form, obviously, in limited minutes against Atlanta. For me, confidence. To, yeah. to get back that confidence that he had. You know, he was, you know, shrugging off guys. He was making Vince Carter mad, Blake Griffin mad. He had this swagger about him. And that confidence is what helped make him a, a really positive and have a really positive rookie season. So for him to get that back would be a, a really positive thing. Yeah, and, you know, similar to what you said for Pence, and I think control would work here, too, with that confidence. It's just like a lot of these young guys, they're just kind of unsure of what they need to do, and it's like getting to the small things and playing under control and doing things that you know you can do well on the court and sticking to that a little bit. Absolutely. Now, Nick, these guys you might not have done, so I might be putting you on the spot. We've still got a couple of players to go. Nicholas Claxton. You know, I think for Claxton, he just needs NBA experience. You know, like we know he's going to put on muscle, he's going to put on size. He just does not have experience in the NBA. You know, a similar extent to uh, Rodion's, but he seems more under control and more confident with himself. So with Clax, I think it's just kind of progressing and getting more time on the floor because we just haven't seen enough enough of him to really know what he lacks out there. Absolutely. That's a fair point. For me, I went with the three-point shot because I think that gives him variance to the other centers and would allow him to play a little bit of four in certain rotations. And he already has done that. And if he does have the three-point shot, you know, it would elevate him maybe even above like a Wilson Chandler, who isn't necessarily the best three-point shooter. And, and guys like TLC, who we will get to soon. Yeah, I think Claxton obviously would change his game and possibly for the future. And I think it'd be a luxury for the Nets to have another, you know, pretty much near seven-footer to be able to shoot threes. Speaking of TLC, Timothy Luau Caparo. I would like to give TLC the ability of making shots. You know, TLC looks really good out there, but when you really get down to it, he does not make many shots out there. If he can make some of these shots, these nice layup attempts, or these wide-open threes, he'd be useful. But right now, he's really not making any shots. Yeah, for me, it's very similar, the gift of offense. So it's yeah. essentially the same sort of thing. You know, I think that he gives enough effort, and I think that in terms of what he does on the floor, it's good enough. But in terms of he should be playing, you know, more than 15 minutes a night, especially with what we are currently experiencing. Nick, Wilson Chandler. Wilson Chandler, I think I just give him youth because, you know, right now his body's kind of not up to where it needs to be. He's dealt with a lot of injuries over the last couple of seasons, lost a lot of his athletic pop. He still has some good size. He has some good basketball ability, but I don't think he has the spring or the, you know, the energy to play at the level he used to play at. I'm going to give him minutes because I think in terms okay. of what we've seen from him so far, he is our best backup for. And in some moments, he is our best for in terms of when mm. Torian Prince is really struggling offensively because at least Chandler provides a level of physicality out there that Torian Prince doesn't necessarily have. So for me, Wilson Chandler, I'm going to give you some minutes, my dude. This would be something you would say, you know, Chandler's floor is higher than Prince's. Like, you know what you're getting with Chandler on a regular basis. Absolutely. Very, very fair point, my friend. Now let's get to the stars, Nick. Kyrie Irving. You know, I went simple stuff for Kyrie and Karis and KD. It's all health. You know, these guys get on the court. That's all I care about. I want them to be 100% themselves. Yeah, I went with Kyrie's shoulders and media blackouts. If Kyrie didn't <laughs> see... If Kyrie didn't see what the media was saying about him, I think that would you know, impact him positively in terms of his psyche. I know that he can let some things get to him because at the end of the day, we are all human. So if he didn't see that things and he was you know, sheltered in a way that was positive, he was able to just you know, hang out in Brooklyn with his family, with his missus, with his friends, with his teammates, I think that would be positive for him. Yeah, no, definitely. I think you know, kind of getting rid of outside stuff that's just causing negative vibes. 
I'm and for Karis Levert, your guy, Nick. I I stole something that I already spoke about with someone else. Was it's the free throw shot for me because that's one area that I expect him and I, um, I talked about in the preseason preview. I want him to be at seventy five percent plus, and you know he hasn't been that, and he he hasn't even been that in the the little glimpses that we've seen of him so far. I think his three point shot has been better than his free throw shot, and that's something that I didn't necessarily think I would say. Yeah, I think for Karis, it'd be a lot of consistency. You know, at least from what we've seen this season, you know, getting back to playing defense at a high level on every possession, you know, offensively kind of sticking to things that you're good at and being aggressive all the time, but being under control in that same aspect, too. So I think Kara said point we've seen only so little of him this year, but he's looked really good. Then he's had moments where it's like, all right, you know, we're expecting you to be better this season. So just playing at a high consistent level. But obviously that's his jump for this year. Yeah, I think defensive consistency is another one that you could probably throw in there. We want him to be an elite-level defender. And, you know, there's times where he's been below average, and, and that's not good enough from him. But for the, your guy, Nick, uh, Kevin Durant, for everyone's guy, for everyone who likes NBA, Kevin Durant, I gave him the gift of luck because I think during this process, during the recovery process from a serious injury, be it an ACL, an Achilles or whatever, and the same thing for, for David Nwaba as well, you need to have that luck along the way because you're going to have those setbacks and sometimes you know you will have those good days and you might progress a little bit further than you thought you would and then you're ahead of schedule, but then you have that setback. So for me, I want to give Kevin Durant that little bit of good luck. Yeah, no, that's a great point. You know, there's just so many different aspects. It could be something as small as slipping on ice, you know, when, you, yeah. when you're recovering from an Achilles injury or, you know, the doctor being a little bit more engaged or communicating with somebody else, coming up with a different theory. So I think luck is a great one for KD. Obviously, we want him 100% back healthy and getting to the level, and we hope he's able to do that in a way that's fitting for him and he's keeping his confidence at that all-time high. Is there anything you would gift Coach Kenny, Nick? Ooh, this is a great thing. Ah. Oh. I would just kind of give Kenny the ability to feel maybe more confident just going with his gut and making some changes that he doesn't necessarily make on a regular basis. Like I think on some games, you maybe need to make a rash change. You know, maybe that's, you know, like we've talked about in the past during um, that game where the Nets blew that big lead to the Spurs, you know, bringing Spencer in during that 19-0 run to kind of stop it at a 10-0 run. That would be something maybe to just ra rationally do that you just don't do on a regular basis. But for this game, so you can get that W, you do it. Yeah, I think him and a lot of other coaches would love the gift of foresight to be able to just know what's ahead and be able to be prepared. I think everybody would. <laughs> I think everyone in life would. But in terms of coaching, and, and I think it relates as well to Kenny in, in the fact of what is he going to do when Kyrie and Karras are back? What's he going to do with Spencer? And I think just to, to know what's going to work, it would benefit him and probably fans and, and the entire Nets organization. But that's probably a gift that's almost ungivable to, to Coach Kenny. But I think he's doing a great job this year. And he's been, he's been gifting the Brooklyn Nets plenty over his tenure. What about Sean Marks? Sean Marks doesn't need anything, Nick. He needs a trip <laughs> home to, to New Zealand. I think he's going to miss the, the warm weather down here in the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, he's a large man. He's a big man. And he deserves to have that business class seat as well. Yeah, get that leg room, go home, relax a little bit, and get ready. But uh, anything it, else you want to touch on holiday-wise, Jack, before we get out of here? I just, uh, I'm, I'm feeling in a positive mood, Nick, as you know, you probably have realized when we're recording the outlet. I'm always in a positive mood, relatively speaking, when it comes to Brooklyn Buzzers. Obviously, there are times we can get frustrated and down. But during this, you know, very festive and giving season, I'm feeling incredibly happy to every single person who even turns us on, who even thinks about searching us on Google, whoever has us on Spotify, who has us on Spreaker or iTunes. I appreciate you 
more than anyone else uh, during this festive season because it's been a big year for us and hopefully we are on the up and hopefully the Nets are on the up and that reflects well uh, for the buzz as well. And we, uh, yeah, to quote uh, Mr. DJ Carlett, I appreciate you. Yeah, no, seriously, Jack, you're right. That's a great note to finish on. Big thanks, everybody. You've been huge this year in supporting the buzz and supporting the Nets, and we enjoy doing it. We really like the uptake and uh, interactions. That's something we're going to look to do more, especially going forward. But as always, a pleasure, Jack. And you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, OTGBasketball.com, NetsRepublic.com, and Blue Wire Pods. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.